Hello and welcome to One Shot Dungeons. I'm Kyle, your Dungeon Master, and of course always joined by Jacob. And today we are joined by Jonathan. What's going on, Jonathan? Yeah. What's up? What's up, guys? Not much. <laughs> it's a D&D kind of day. Jonathan was forced onto the show by my brother. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, uh, you've got a lot of D&D experience and you've heard about us through my brother and you thought it would be interesting to hop on. Heck yeah. Yeah, no, actually, I just got, your brother just texted me like 10 minutes ago. So he said, he said, have fun. And then I told him, yeah, you're next. So I yeah. hope to hear, I hope to hear him as well. Yeah, no, but I've been playing D&D for like five years, I think, uh, four or five years. It's always been 5e for me. And then um, I DM as well and I play. Yeah. And I love it. Oh, yeah. Nothing better. Especially once you got quite a few games going like that. So you just get to roll through weekends. Yeah. Yeah. Every other weekend. Do you have anything you're plugging or anything like that? Don't get vaccinated. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> get vaccinated. Yeah. Enough. I think that's it then, right? Yep. I think that's Nothing it. Too crazy. I think last time I left off with rebuilding that guy's house after a spider destroyed it, dropped yep. off my buddy, a friend, mm -hmm. and then now I'm on my way back to that. Yeah. All right. Let's play some D&D, boys. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, God. No, what was that? The Japanese whiskey. That's the Japanese whiskey? That's actually really Hi. good. Hi. That was <laughs> Nables. <laughs> this is Smith & Cross rum, and I love it, but it's navel strength. It's 114% proof. Ooh. Holy shit. It's 57% alcohol. It goes down real smooth. <laughs> yeah. Got a little tear in your eye. Uh, seriously, dude. <laughs> and were you doing it out of the glass, too? Yeah, that wasn't a fucking... Yeah. A true shot. That was like a, d a double shot. That's what we were doing for a while. Was out of the glass. Getting drunk too quick. <laughs> had to get the shot glass. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Like I uh, like you said, we just left off with you helping out Tusk for about I think it was four to five days. You guys kind of hung around the house, helped him re put a ceiling on his shit, and give him his house back. Basically, yeah, little montage going on. Yeah, and then they were like, "Move that bus," and it was a whole new house. <laughs> it was beautiful. Um, <laughs> so now. You've just dropped off your friend, and you're heading back to meet Tusk once again. Yep. Uh, you pull up to the nice house, and he's kind of sitting out front and has a little bag packed already. He's waiting for you. Oh, shit. We're ready to go already. Uh, yes. Yes, my friend. I believe uh, believe I'm supposed to take you, well, to the hills, right? To Mount Vulcan. Vulcan. Yep. Yep. Let's go. Alrighty, then. And away we go. Uh, he jumps <laughs> up into your cart with you. Uh, you two traveling by that, I'm assuming. You're not yeah. huffing it? Yeah. Okay. And I still got a pony keg at least back there. Pony keg. Oh, a booze? A beer. Because I think all the booze was... The booze was, yeah, that was theirs. I believe there was the pony keg wasn't there, yeah. 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 And then, like, small bags of random utilities. Right. Some beans right. and rice and shit like that. So you're not far off, and it's only going to take you guys an hour or so. Is there anything you'd like to talk about on your way there? Or are you just going to kind of chit-chat about bullshit as you make your way to the... 
to the location. Me and Tusk? Yeah. No. Right. Uh, how do you know? Yeah, I'll ask him. Hey, Tusk, how do you know? Because we're going to where my people are. Uh, yes. Yeah. How, how do you know uh, this gang? Well, I ran into a few of them uh, out on the trails one day. They were in a bit of a tussle, so I gave them a hand. And after that, I've kind of been loaned out every now and then. If I need some gold, I know who to go talk to. They seem to be pretty friendly with me. Tuskel? Tuskel? Never mind. No. <laughs> <laughs> that one went right over me, Orchid. <laughs> All right, cool. Sounds good. I'm a little nervous. I haven't been here, and fuck, I don't know. Oh, I heard good things. That's Cypress. I'm sure you'll be fine. So he kind of leads you down some back trails and points his way through as you make your edge to a large rock face. Uh, it's kind of buried off, off of a trail and up against a large wall. You see a crack that just barely fits. It's like two and a half, three feet wide. And he says, uh, I, I see them mostly go through this entrance here. So I gotta leave my carriage. Uh, I, sh- I suppose you do. I mean, you could always tie it off to something. Yeah, yeah, I'll try. But uh... I could watch it for you. I'm just down the road. Well, you're coming with me, right? Oh, no. Yeah. Oh. This is where we say our goodbye. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> just trust me, go in there. I mean, I've never gone into the camp. I've just, they've come to my house, so. Sure. Yeah, if you can watch my carriage. Okay, you can get it once you, you know where I live. Yeah, yeah. Come grab it whenever. Bye. Bye. And he kind of waves wildly at you as he steps backwards into the forest. Um, I'll never come back for that carriage. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get you as far, as far away as I can from it. Yeah, I know, you bastard. Hope I'll there's st- nothing important in the carriage. <laughs> <laughs> Just the pony gig. <laughs> I dropped off uh-huh. a baby and some other shit earlier, so we're all right. Yeah. He, he doesn't have the baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. The baby's still not in the carriage. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. So you find yourself at this crack in the wall. And as you kind of peer in, the shadows of the sunlight reaching in kind of, it's, it's hard to see deep into there, but you see it go down to what looks like another flat wall at the far end. You heading on in? Yeah, I'm going to keep going. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so as you kind of, as you take your first few steps in, you start to notice a strange, uh, like, vibrate on your chest, and it seems to be coming from your pocket watch. Ooh. And as you step a bit closer in, it begins vibrating a bit more. Oh, can I pull it out and look at it? Uh, yeah. So as you pull it out, you're only about two or three feet in at this point. You can feel it kind of shaking as you kind of look around the room. You also notice that these cracks in the stone begin kind of glowing in a red hue and, like, matching the pulsating as well. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh... I'm going to click it open just as the right thing to do. Okay. And I'll continue walking. All right. Uh, as you click it open uh, and you continue on, it continues to like pulsate. And as that grows quicker and quicker, the lights kind of begin flushing more and more of the room. And finally, you're about two to three feet away. You can see this large uh, stone slab in front of you at this point. And the pulsating stops and kind of just holds at a low vibrating frequency as well as the lights. And you see a large circle kind of in the stone itself. Like, carved into the stone. Matching the size of my pocket watch, I would assume? Oh, uh, yeah, it's about three inches <laughs> Okay, so. I'll shove that in the hole there. All right, uh, as you set it in, the wall begins to shake for a minute, and you see it kind of slide, like, it slides into the wall about to where that hole was for the pocket watch to still be there, but it slides open to a long hallway. But I can take my pocket watch out? Yeah, you can, like, grab it as okay. you go through. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Going on it. All right, as you head down this tunnel, there's torches lit at the very far end, but this front end that you're at right now currently it's pretty dark in here and as you continue down the pathway you begin to see near those torchlights uh like a wooden structure and as you get out to the edge of it you notice that it's a like a patio almost it's a large patio kind of set up and you see some wood torches lit up on top of it as well and you're about like 50 feet away from it at this point are you heading out yeah so it's 
So it's like in a cave, but it's got the like cave. A, it comes to like what looks like almost a balcony, like what a large balcony would look like. Oh, okay. So as I go into the cave, then there's a balcony at the end, at the far end. Yeah, where these torches and are does like. it like open up? That, yeah, it looks like the cave kind of stops at the balcony. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll make my way to the balcony here. Off. Yeah. Okay. So as you make your way up there, you approach the edge line of this, and you see that it's still a cave, but it's just one massive hole that's kind of been carved out in some way. And as you step out onto the balcony, you look around, and about 200 feet down, you see a large, not a large, a small, like, city, almost built down here inside of a cave, about 200 feet deep down into the ground. Torches light the whole area. There's a large staircase that wraps around to the right, lit with torches, and then to your left, there's a large pulley with a rope. And as you're kind of peering over the edge, you notice that the rope begins to click and crank and the pulley begins spinning as the rope's kind of moving back and forth. If I look down, does it look like something's coming up to me? Yeah, you see a large, what looks like a wooden cage, about 180 feet down at this point, slowly rising up towards the platform. I'll wait. You're going to wait it out? Yep. Alrighty. Uh, As you wait it out, slowly it begins clicking up farther and farther. And after a minute or two, the cage rises and comes to a stop. Uh, you see a man standing inside as he opens up the gate, and he approaches towards you. I have a pocket watch. I'm allowed to be here. I'm <laughs> Cypress. <laughs> so I look quizzically at Cypress for a second, and I say, Halo's hells and tits. I think I know you. Wait, what the fuck was your name? Uh, it was like, uh, like, Oak, or, 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 fuck, what the hell? No, oh, Cypress. I knew it was some kind of tree. Cypress, <laughs> you're Cypress. That's me. Uh, you've been gone for a while. I have been, I was captured by the queen of the Witten Stronghold Empire, and I escaped. But she erased my memories, so I don't know anything. That sounds very troublesome. Well, uh, what do you remember? Come, come, let's, let, let, let's go. Let's go into <laughs> the gate, we'll head down and maybe get a drink and talk about a few things. I would love to. <laughs> yeah. You two hop back into this little elevator work shaft, basically, and it clicks down for a moment or two, and it heads out and... You know the perfect place to take him, and you guys head on into a nice nice bar. Uh, some light music's playing, and it's a pretty calm place. Little dim lights. Yeah. I head up to the bar, and um, I go to the barkeep, and I say, Come, Cyprus is back! Drink, drinks, ale! Uh, you I see a woman approach, and she says, uh, Oh, you, you do say, do ya? Uh, here <laughs> you go. And she begins handing out <laughs> just a few different bottles, and she's like, We've got some dark ales and some lights. It's up to you, boys, but drinks are on the house for tonight, then. Good to see you, Cypress. Wait. <laughs> if I remember correctly, you like dark, don't you? I like it all. <laughs> <laughs> So I would sit down and uh, I would just, I, w- I would kind of ask him, so, uh, Cyprus, uh, last time I met you, uh, you were being a bit of a leadership role here, weren't you? Like I said, I don't remember too much about my past other than this place, obviously. I've got a little word from some outsiders that know of the gang, but other than that, I don't really know too much. Well, let's start with the obvious. Do you know the name of the gang? Yes, it is called... We were just talking about it, too. Oh, Red Hook. Hook. Red Hook. (laughs) He says, yes, yes. So this is the Red Hook gang. I think the last time I saw you was maybe, oh, I don't know, uh, five or six months ago. Haven't been um, gone for too long. Yeah, not not too long. We were kind of, I mean, fuck, we thought you were fucking dead, to be quite honest. So, I mean, I've always been kind of uh, in a leadership role since I've been here myself. Uh, You know, we've had some drinks together, but uh, I wouldn't say we know each other too well. However, I got to be quite honest, it's a good thing you're here because things have gone tits up since you've left. Oh shit, what's happening? So, 
do you know a guy? And I kind of lower my voice a little bit because I, I don't know who's talking or who's, or who's chatting about things <laughs> like this in the Red Hook Gang. I say, I say, do you remember a guy by the name of Anchor? Not name Anchor. So what's his, what's his business? <laughs> what's he do? So well, here's here's the issue. Since you've been gone, he's kind of taken over the Red Hook Gang, and it hasn't really been for the best, if you know what I mean. Last time we saw him, in fact, we're in a little bit of a, uh, uh, things are in a little bit of a shit show right now. Because he's gone and he's locked himself inside a room. Like, the past few weeks, I swear to God, he's been falling apart. So, uh, I mean, he's just, lo- looks like he's got, just constantly drooling and his hair is falling out. And he's kind of starting to go a little loopy, if you know what I mean. And, um, so, uh, well... <laughs> He locked himself inside the room, and we haven't been able to get himself out since then. Do you think it's more of like he's just going insane, or is he working with like black magic or anything like that? Have you, is there any rumors floating around? Mm-hmm. Well, let's see here. So the room he's locked himself into. Are you? I uh, do. Do you remember the faces? There's faces on the rooms. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> no, <laughs> holy sh! Halos, hell and tits. You've been gone a long time. Okay, so I, my uh, memory's been wiped. I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't okay. even know. Hey, hey, we need more ale. Uh, more ale. So, okay. So, <laughs> the faces. They're kind of like a large company that kind of oversees things here at the Red Oak Gang. And yeah. we kind of uh, we kind of do all of our business through them. So, there's this really fancy room in the middle of the, uh, in the, of the base. And um, it kind of has this very magical, like, fountain that uh, you kind of look into to see if, uh, you know, they're making the right decisions. Well... Two days ago, he lost it, and he stormed off into the room of faces like a wee little fucking child. So, ever since he's been in there, uh, we haven't been able to go in, uh, and, well, frankly, that's that's because it kind of partially caved in, so we don't know why that happened <laughs> either, to be quite honest. The whole thing kind of fell in. And this just happened recently. So, the six months I've been gone has been kind of chill, and then, like, just like two weeks ago, this guy's just going nuts. So I, I showed well, up just in time. Yeah, yeah. Crazy how shit like that happens. <laughs> it is, it is. Almost uh, like God's driving a plot line somehow. <laughs> I know. Sometimes, do, do you ever get that feeling that somebody is pulling your strings, you know? Right. I have that feeling sometimes, and I don't quite know what it is. But uh, I don't know. I digress. So, since you're here, we should have some more air, and then we should figure out what the hell to do with Anchor. Yeah, let's do it. Let's, because okay. I assume I assume you would like to have your the position back. You know, I'm I'm up for it. <laughs> you seem like I a mean, good guy. If everybody reflects your personality and your uh, goals, I'm I'm in. <laughs> well, I'll be quite honest. My goals were to actually take your job at one point, but you know, hey, <laughs> yeah, we can yeah. talk about that another time. As you guys are kind of chit chatting, the barmaid brings over another round of drinks and kind of gets you guys loaded up with a little back catalog. You guys got two beers each. Uh, how much are you guys planning on drinking? Are you guys killing these beers as they're coming? Or oh yeah, Rourke's a dwarf, dude. Okay. Keep it like <laughs> like for all night, all night. Keep it fucking going. I'm celebrating. That oh, I yeah. just made it oh, back yeah. here. I'm just like okay. I hopefully I'll get my shit back together. If I get drunk, sounds like I was a drunk. <laughs> if I get drunk, maybe I'll start remembering <laughs> stuff. Okay. Well, uh, and besides, and besides, I feel like Rourke feels like this is a little bit of a celebration. I don't know how well Cyprus was loved, but it. You know, in my limited knowledge, I feel like Rourke would like Cyprus. So, you know, I, I think he would have a, a great time with Cyprus and buy drinks and get a little oh, shitty. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. And uh, I don't know. Did I get your name? No. Yeah. So 
My name's Rorik. Rorik Iron oh, Fist. Rorik. And he extends his left arm, which is missing a hand. And He's I extending will... a stump to you. Yeah, I'll grab the stump. He's like, oh, I'm just giving you <laughs> shit. Oh. And he extends his right hand. <laughs> I was going to go for it. Shit. I love that visual of you shaking a stump. <laughs> if that's what he wants me to shake, I'm going to shake it. Don't, uh, don't disrespect the man. Yeah, I kind of. Do you want to kind of describe what Rorik looks like? We. Oh, I'm terrible yeah. at remembering always like 10 minutes into shit. No, that's fine. No worries. So Rorik is, um, Rorik's, he's a dwarf, right? So he's, I think he is like eh, about, about 4'10", so a little under 5 feet. Um, he is, I would say, middle-aged for a dwarf, so like 127. <laughs> <laughs> he's getting a little old. He's got bright red hair, long, flows down to the back of his, flows down to like hit the middle of his back. Big, long, red dwarven beard, not braided or anything, just straight, covered in tattoos. A lot of tattoos. One that is kind of notable, uh, because um, since you're sitting next to him, you'd probably see it on his uh, left shoulder here. He has a tattoo of a naked, bearded dwarven woman. (laughs) (laughs) And obviously, uh, as he was giving you shit, his left arm is um, missing right about like here. So kind of like not quite at the wrist, but like halfway. Yeah, kind of like so. His he's got kind of like a little a little stump there. Oh yeah. Oh, and I guess I should point out too that you would notice that he has an actual iron fist strapped to his waist, like a prosthetic kind of, but made of iron. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Uh, so as you two are killing some beers and re just talking to each other for a bit, can I get a con save out of the both of you? Let's see how yeah. shitty you guys are. Hey, Rourke, yeah. did I ever have a wife? Oh, fuck, I don't know. Um, maybe, um, Did you take my wife? <laughs> Did you take my wife, dude? Um, hey, uh, that's a 20 for Mr. Rourke. 23. Oh, god damn. We are fucking lit. We're going to get fucking <laughs> but sober. Uh, yeah. Not throwing up. I mean, you guys are, it's three beers, so it's not like you're fucking trashed or anything, but you guys are feeling a nice little buzz as you guys are kind of talking your way through. She's bringing over more beers as another kind of stack of them get brought to your table. Uh, there's people partying around now, kind of more people have showed up and stopped by Cyprus to come and say hello once again. Uh, everybody seems to really like you and you seem to be known around here is now kind of the bar's somewhat filling with more people. It's getting a bit busier and it's a bit louder than it once was. And the music begins to roar louder and louder to match the tempo of the crowd. I imagine this like when you're a kid and your mom starts introducing you to people as you knew as a baby. And I'm like, oh, yeah, nice to see you again. <laughs> and I have no fucking idea who they are. <laughs> so uh, in, in response to your question, though, Cypress, Rourke will say, oh, so he's he's I mean, he's not drunk, but probably not speaking the best as of right now. It's just so Cypress, as far as the whole wife thing. So I don't think you have a wife, but her and he points to the he points to the bartender. I'm pretty sure you slept with her many times. <laughs> and maybe her, and he points to some other <laughs> random chick, and maybe her, and actually maybe him. I don't know. Very possible. Very possible. <laughs> probably will sleep with anybody. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> this is probably not the best place for me to be if I've slept. I mean, was it good terms, bad terms? Did I never call him again? Well, I don't know. I'm not a fucking creepster, man. I don't <laughs> stand out the door Give me my gossip. keyhole. Hey, let's hells. <laughs> <laughs> I don't tackle you around like a little small child. Like this. Shit. You should have. I got captured. Well, I mean, I can buy you a fucking dog or something like that if you want something, somebody to follow you around all the time. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> so as you two are chatting, the next round of beers rolls through as you two continue drinking. Please roll another con save for me. Oh, that's a natural 20 for a total of 27. Ooh. All right. Damn. Beat me He's so that. happy to see you. <laughs> I got a 10. You're feeling it, Cypress, as you're getting a bit more buzz now at this point. You're, you're drunk. You're not blackout drunk or anything like that. But after six beers, it's finally hitting you. Uh, you, Rorik, you're killing it. I mean, you're a dwarf. You're used to this shit. And it's definitely not your first time as you're just continually rolling through. And she brings out another three beers for the, each of you. Do I notice that he's drunk? Yeah, you could you could kind of notice now at this point. It's He's not hiding it very well. On a, on a level, on a scale, where would I be at? I'd say you're probably like... Am I past, just past the buzz or am I like... I'd say like if drunk was a five, you're at a like... Uh, six probably. So I would look over at Cypress. I'd see he'd be he'd be getting a little a little droopy droop, and I'd be like, "Hey, hey, hey, hey!" And fucking and I fucking nudge him, <laughs> and I say, uh, "Uh, you look like you could use another drink." What do? What do you think, huh? Well, this is a celebration, ain't it? <laughs> it sure as hell is a celebration. Um, and I would I would slight. You said there was three ales. I I'll take two. I'll give him. Okay. <laughs> I don't want him to be belligerent. Yeah, as you two continue drinking, the party growing farther and farther. More people have kind of s- settled down from the dancing and whatnot, but there are groups of people playing games around the bar. People kind of, you can hear people kind of chattering, and people are side-eyeing you, Cypress, and they're talking about you clearly. It's hard not to notice, but you can't really overhear them over just the murmur of the crowd in general. Okay, well, I'm I'm drunk, yeah. so I'm going to... <laughs> <laughs> start the dancing back up and then just stare at those guys that are ta- like talking about me. Okay. So as you begin kind of getting there's there's still a couple people up there dancing they kind of jump in with you and uh a lot more of the bar seems to be kind of getting going. Roll a performance check for me. Let's see if you're putting on a show. Oh my god, it was almost a natural 20. It's a 7. 7. It Okay. Tipped. I mean, probably cuz you're a bit drunk, so it's uh it's a bit harder for you as you're kind of like doing a few steps and then you kind of trip over your feet well again yeah and, and i'm just staring steps. these guys down to yeah. you <laughs> i'm just like they're looking at you a bit awkwardly and uh one of them kind of like you see him talk to the other one as he like leans over and speaks to him for a moment and you see them kind of pack up their things and head out of the bar after you've kind of intimidated them in a weird sexual way <laughs> <laughs> i didn't know if they were interested i was trying to seduce them i don't know i mean who knows what you're doing you're I dancing and staring at someone i'm drunk That's putting off some weird signals either way I'm going to go back to Rorik. Rorik? <laughs> the party's going again. People yeah, are dancing, yeah. though. So and you I'm got a, that going. I'm going to ask, hey, who, the, who were those guys? They were they were talking. I think they're all around here. They may know you. They may not know you. Maybe they've heard of you. Yeah, who can tell, right? I wouldn't worry about it too much. People are going to talk, you know, with douchebag in the fucking uh, fountain room over there. And you back. People are bound to talk. So don't let that worry you. Have a good night. Well, you said that they thought I was dead anyway, so maybe they're raised from the dead. I'm some crazy bastard. <laughs> I'm just dancing while I'm doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, Rourke's doing a head nod. Uh, head nod. <laughs> okay. What? You got any cool places around here? What's next? We've got this. This bar seems a little like it's dying down. Got people leaving. I, is it dying? What time is? That's a good question. What time is it? I don't know. I mean, it's probably six in the afternoon or so, <laughs> realistically. Oh. So I, people oh. were more coming to see Cypress at the time because, yeah, he woke up that morning, went and dropped his friend off, and then they took like a two-hour ride out to here. And then, so it's not very late at all. <laughs> Let's go celebrate. All right. <laughs> I mean, people who could stop by have stopped by. It's not like the whole town shut down. Well, we right, are getting right. free drinks here too, though. I would say I would go up to I would go up to. Um... 
Cyprus, and I and I would say, so uh, you know, we got some time. Is there anything else you want to do while you're here? Do you need? Uh, do we want to talk to anybody? Is there anybody that? Uh, well, shit. What am I saying? You can't remember anything. So how about I do this? How about we go? <laughs> how, how about we go on a little bit of a tour, and eh, maybe we go on a little bit of a walk, and maybe we come back to the bar because I mean, fuck, it's early. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I need to sober up a little bit. Can we have a a bottle to go? Ah, <laughs> oh, yes, you can. Uh, here you go, boys. And she brings you out a bottle of Hellfire whiskey. That was like <laughs> Swedish <laughs> and Irish mixed together. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't have a very uh, she, multicultural, man. Let, yeah. Let's swing. <laughs> yeah. I, I, think, I think the reason Rorik would mention maybe a little bit of a walk, because one, it is early. He doesn't want to stop drinking. But two, I think that in Rorik's position, he does want Anchor out as well. Um, and maybe he might chat a little bit with Cypress about how how to go about that or right. what Cypress's plans without, are for that. Right, without open ears around. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so. I kept the I kept the bottle so I don't sober up, but I'm not gonna get more drunk. Just, Just a nice pull every now and then. Yeah. Keep it stable. Okay. I'll share with Rourke. Okay. I, and Rourke will happily pull off the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> are you trying to get a bit more buzz there, Rourke? Rourke's not slowing down, but until, yeah. well, I mean, the dice, dice might tell me otherwise, but Rourke, <laughs> Rourke, even if the dice tell me otherwise, Rourke will slow down. Okay. So I hand him the bottle. He has an empty one back. So as you two kind of make your way out of the store, taking your pulls each, you guys are doing pretty good here with your drinking, uh, and you head out into the little city. It's not a massive city. The buildings at most get up to three stories or so. Decent little houses here and there, but they're pretty narrow, and it's a shoved, shoved in and densely packed. I mean, you're shoved into a cave at this point, basically. It maybe spans a mile across each way, so it's not exactly massive, but it's a decent little size that they've managed to shove into here. Uh, and as you guys make your way through the streets, you do see people kind of noticing you, Cypress. Nobody directly running up to you and saying hello, but people kind of like, you're getting a lot more attention than you would have assumed you would, like, you'd be getting right now. Okay. Is there any... Specific take or place? Jeez, oh, any place you're going to take me specifically, or? Um, no, I think is okay. Is there anywhere like so? We're in a cave, right? Yeah, cave like area. Okay, is there any like underground lake or pond or? A shrine is there a central park? Is there a, se- is there a central <laughs> park to this? Uh, <laughs> there's not really anything. Like most of. Sorry, most of the space has been used for like tactical reasons of how can we fit things in the best here. So there's right. not really okay. recreational areas, but there's an old pathway that you know, and in there it kind of splits off and gives you some separation from the rest of the people. Okay, yeah, then then we'll take that. It's the bike okay. trail, right? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> Is there a tandem bike that we can ride? Just... Uh, no bikes here, surprisingly. The floor's a little Does too rocky for Does it have a bell? Ding, 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 ding. Uh, so as you guys approach that, you do. Are you heading to the that old pathway for some kind of silence then, or yeah, just, just to get away from prying ears? Because I would assume that I mean, Rourke's in a leader position, a leadership type position. But I I feel like I'm making assumptions here. But I also feel like in a a syndicate like that, like you can never be too sure where loyalties lie, kind mm-hmm. of. So I feel like he would like just be cautious about who's yeah. listening. So yeah, okay. So you guys make your way over to this little trail, and there's a kind of carved-in doorway. It's an old, kind of, it's not cleanly cut lines, it's just kind of rounded off, and it clearly was just chipped in. And as you guys make your way in, 
you notice signs kind of spanning across the sides of the walls that say they're covered in dust, I should say, and holes all over them. Rorik, you know this place hasn't been worked on in years, but it does say, like, construction, uh, caution for overhead work, and shit like that on the sign, and basically saying, like, do not enter, but nobody's worked in this area in a few years. As we walk through the city, is anything that, like, that I'm like, oh, kind of pops or little snippets Uh, of memories coming to me? Fuck it. Roll a memory check for me. Yeah, sure. (laughs) Memory. That's a natural 20, baby. Natural 20, I was going to say, you're going to need a natural 20 to get anything. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Uh, my dick. I mean, you're getting clips. You're remembering the city more. You're not remembering names of people, but you're remembering, remembering like specific buildings and things that happened in those buildings. Like, you, oh, this is where you and your friends used to hang out. Or like, oh, this is where this shit happened. You can't remember if you, like, you remember stuff from childhood almost, I should say. So. You were in here for a while, though. Whether or not you were born in here or you came here once you were young, you're not sure. But you are, like, remembering, like, childhood friends in here and, like... I've been here for a long time. Yeah. So, as we're walking along, um, I'd be, be like, look, Cyprus, I'll be honest with you. Um, We need to get Anchor out. You've been the only one talking to me, so, yeah, sounds good. (laughs) 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 It does sound like he's going a little mad. So, was Anchor in here? prior was he part of the red hook gang for a long time or was he an outsider uh okay i'll be honest with you anchor little bit of a shit i don't like him too much and he's kind of been around for a while and he uh, when you left yeah things kind of went all right okay but he was able to kind of weasel his way in past uh shall we say some of the other smarter folk since then things haven't been going so well for the gang you know listen I've been here for a, a few years, and the gang took me out of the shittiest place in my life. I owe a lot to them, and I would rather see it run by somebody who at least cares something for the gang rather than for themselves. So to answer your question, yes, he was here, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was a long, hey, it was a long-winded way to say yes, he was here beforehand. Short story long. It's all right. I like him. <laughs> and I don't like him very much, and I would like to place my fist right in his face. Yeah, fuck it. Fuck him. <laughs> Let's go get him right now. Wait, right now? I don't think that's the best of ideas. <laughs> <laughs> I take a, a, a poll. I'm like, Let's go! <laughs> I'm just kidding. But I'll take the poll. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll be honest with you, Stipus. I mean, I'm all for the drunken battling, but I, I'm, what the fuck do you even do? Uh, so... I, is I don't even like is is Cypress a human? Is he an elf or like what, what's your race? He's a changeling. He's a changeling. Oh shit! Okay, <laughs> uh, that's fun. So what does what does Cypress? What does he normally make himself look like then? Just humanoid? Yeah, usually. Right now, I'm like my OG changeling He's in form. The changeling form, like white right skin, now, long oh, white hair. Yeah. Oh, you know, changeling. Should have mentioned that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, it's okay. It's okay. I wasn't sure whether I ever. Yeah. Uh, okay. That's why people um, can kind of recognize me, because I'm, like, in my... Stick out like a sore thumb? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'll say, well, uh, I say maybe we have a few more drinks, we party the night off, and then we make a plan. Or maybe we make a plan in the morning. I don't know how much of this you're going to remember, to be quite honest. And then we deal with it as soon as humanly possible. Or, or shit. Like, if you want to sleep it off in three hours, and we go do something in three hours, we do that. It's up to you. Or we go now. I'm feeling pretty good. We can go now, and it will be a shit show. But uh, you know, hey. Do you know his routine very well? What is? Does he ever come out? Or he's barricaded in there now, right? So he doesn't even ever come out. 
Yeah, so a couple days ago, he barricaded himself in. There was a huge fucking explosion, and uh, we don't even know what happened. He said that he, he, he will kill anybody who comes in. Oh, yeah, so <laughs> we definitely got to get this guy out of power. I'm more on board now that he's <laughs> threatening other people, but I am down to party because we are kind of, I'm kind of drunk. Make a plan in the morning because uh sounds like it's going to be a lot of work to get inside of a barricaded room. I'm a little drunk. That sounds like too much work. Unless you know another uh, way in, but we can worry about that after we, we celebrate. I think that <laughs> Rourke would be uh, leery of uh, Cypress in his current condition. <laughs> I sometimes I just roll for myself to see what the heck what the okay. heck he would do. And so yeah, Rourke's uh, he's a little bit unsure. Yeah. So <laughs> I just have my it's hand it, on your shoulder, like we can do this, but we can not do this. Maybe we drink ourselves. Drink ourselves shitty, and uh, then worry about it in the morning. Let's party. Uh, you two have been pulling on this bottle, though, for quite a while, as you two have been kind of walking through the streets, so let's get some con saves going. But I was just trying to keep the Yeah, but then you good. said you took a nice pull I did, I did, that's true. Oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, well, that's a four on the die for a total of uh, math, 11. 11? Okay. Yep. 17. 17? Okay. Uh, Cypress, even with that pull, you're keeping it steady. Woo. You're drunk, but not shitty. Rorik, you're kind of catching up to him a tad bit. I'd say you're drunk now. Fair. I don't know about shit-faced or anything like that, but you're drunk. So you've got a, you're, you're holding steady right around with Cypress. Probably a little less than him, but you guys are holding steady. Uh, and you kind of make your way back through the town. As you're kind of going through, more and more people are kind of out in the streets, and it seems to be getting a little bit later in the day as kind of people are cutting off from work and kind of getting ready to do some shit for the night. Yeah, you guys roll back into the bar, and it's... The music isn't as loud as it once was once you were there before Cypress, but as you kind of walk in, a few people cheer in the corner of the room, and they're like, Oi, Cypress is back! Look at him go! Come on, Cypress, do a jig again! <laughs> Sorry. Start dancing again? <laughs> yeah. Okay, give me a performance check. You know what? Fuck it. I will. Uh, he's drunk enough. I'll dance with him. You'll dance with him? Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. Two performance checks, please. Oh, okay, not bad. Plus one. Uh, 17. Okay. Huh. Ooh. Let's see. I also, I got 18. 18? Okay. Uh, you two get a nice little jig going. The band kind of picks up pace to match with your guys' tempo, and uh, you guys do some cool little where you're, like, hopping on one foot and hitting each other's ankles with the other foot and, like, <laughs> doing some weird nice. team dancing stuff. Yeah, the crowd's getting into it a bit more, and people kind of rush on and begin dancing around you as well. Uh, some games are going, and the music picks up a tad more, and the barmaid kind of comes over with some beers. She says, I thought you left, uh, but here's your three more beers each time. Three for the each of you. Uh, drink up, have fun. I'll see you soon, Cypress. As she kind of winks at you and heads back to the bar. Oh, so this is a, like a routine. I get drunk and I have sex with this lady. <laughs> uh, so, so since so since my performance check was okay, can I attempt to teach Cypress like a little dwarven dance? Like, a, like there's got to be some traditional dwarven dance yeah. that Rourke knows can i attempt to teach him that if he'd be willing of course oh uh, yeah yeah i mean yeah. you can take and as you're teaching him kind of some more people are joining in as well and you've kind of got a little class in front of you now are you kind of trying to just teach cypress or do you want to open up to the to the rest of the people who are willing for this no it's R like a Rourke, it's like a it's like a it's like a square a day medieval, thing, right? i was about to say it's like a medieval line dance <laughs> a medieval dwarven <laughs> line dance <laughs> yeah okay. he would teach anybody who'd be willing <laughs> all right <laughs> this is fucking fantastic yeah 
Roll an athletics check. It's a dwarven dance. It's going to be a strong, powerful dance. Oh, you picked one of the good ones for him. He's very good at athletics. <laughs> uh, 19. Cyprus. 19? 19. We're going to get some of the crowd going as well. Nine. Okay. Yeah, you begin kind of getting it going as you've kind of tuned the band to the right song, and they kind of start going with you, and you, you set up a little instructions. Uh, would you like to explain the dance that they're doing? So imagine... I'm, I'm sure you guys are both familiar, because this is just what I imagined Rourke doing. So are you guys familiar with, like, I think it's a Russian dance where you're, like, squatted down and you're doing, yeah. like, bop, 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 bop. Like, High-stepping oh, while you're down. <laughs> yes, yes. So I would imagine it'd be, like, a medieval take on that. But so instead of, like, arms crossed, so we're doing, like, the, <laughs> the jumping back and forth, but it's more, like, with arms back and forth. And then eventually, like, everybody grabs arms side by side and starts doing it together and then we'll go up and then we'll go back down and we'll release and so there's uh there's it's just more arm movements okay <laughs> so as you're kind of teaching them that a few people in the crowd are kind of trying to keep along as you see people falling over onto their asses and getting back up and jumping in cyprus you're one of those people throughout the dance you kind of tumble backwards and get your ground again as you stand back up and get going but it's pretty it's it'd be easier if you were a tad bit on the smaller side yeah i'd say uh <laughs> Maybe it's your high center of gravity, who knows, but uh, it's a difficult dance to get down. But you guys are moving along, and the music is playing and blaring, and... Uh, I feel like there's like a lot of like, hi, 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 Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, are you guys killing those three beers she just brought each of you? Oh, yes. I'm gonna. I'm like, hey, have you ever heard of a shotgun? Oh, you're asking Rourke? Yeah. We're gonna shotgun some beers. A shotgun. What the fuck is that? I pull out one of the daggers I have. Because I stole one from yeah. the, fuck, the dre- dog-like people. no yeah. You've got that large curved dagger. Yeah, I'll stab my beer and then I'll... So it isn't a cup, it. so are you stu- stabbing oh, the shit. cup? <laughs> they right. all come in cups. <laughs> I forgot that this is not current times. My bad. <laughs> You're going to no. stab a cup and start with it? <laughs> oh, I, I was, I was going to roll with it. <laughs> sure, I'm drunk enough. Okay, cool. <laughs> the lady uh, seems to like me. I can... Yeah. Uh, and you're rolling with them there, Rourke? Well, so as I see him, like... So Rourke doesn't carry any weapons on him whatsoever. He's got his iron fist. That's it. So Rourke sees you, like, stab the dagger in and, like, shotgun it, right? And then he's like, uh, fuck. And so he kind of holds up the mug and he goes, <laughs> and punches <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Okay. He doesn't know what else to fucking do. <laughs> and tries to get, yeah, whatever he can. What's falling out. Yeah. So as yeah. you, you How well does he crack it? Uh, I does mean, he shatter it? He blows out the bottom of the cup. <laughs> He's holding onto the handle, and the rest of the cup uh, just blows away. <laughs> and as you see him do that, he begins holding it over his head as it's kind of like dripping. Now at this point, the liquid's clearly falling to the ground, but the liquid is still dripping into his mouth. What is that you thing got a where, bit it. where they fucking they lean back in a chair and they pull the rope and the water splashes on them? <laughs> the, the the fucking <laughs> sexy. the rain dan- the sexy rain dance? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. We're too young. Clearly, we don't know the goddamn name of that movie. Uh-huh. I think I'm too young too. Yeah. Look at us, a couple of young guys. Uh, <laughs> that's what it looks like. Yeah. That's what I imagine. It is. It's pretty damn close. Yeah, and after that, you're chugging your beer, Cypress. Uh, let's get another con save out of the two of you as this night is rolling on. It's going to be a session of drinking. Yeah. yeah you better mm-hmm. be careful, Kyle. Like, all RP all fucking night, so better watch it. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh, fuck. Hell yes. Uh, so that's a 19 on the die, uh, 26. This has been a great die. Okay. 18. All right. Fuck me. Uh, <laughs> you two are still holding strong. You guys aren't shit-faced. You're drunk, performing to the crowds, getting a little bit more comfortable as they've grown to like you guys. Can we say uh, that we did a little show on. when we did that? 
Yeah, like, everybody was already looking at us with dancing, so oh, then, yeah. like we just you had their attention. Okay, yeah, and more people have started filling in as the night's going on deeper and deeper. It's getting later into the night as you guys have continued drinking and partying and kind of talking and chattering to some people. Some people have walked up to you, Cypress, and just gone on and on about how much they've missed you and like, holy shit, I can't believe you're alive. And kind of along those lines, you're a little too drunk to take it in, really, and who knows if you'll even remember some of this stuff. It's a little bit later at night. You guys want to continue drinking? You guys finding a place to crash? What's going on here? Rourke would drink till he's fucking passed out. (laughs) He has has no reservations about anything. So, yeah. Yeah. He would totally drink. And if that means, like, he goes to sleep at, like, 4 a.m., that's probably what would happen. Okay. Or into the core, man. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to... You're doing your best to stay up yeah, and go with yeah, them? Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Okay, I mean, it's oh, three beers. That's so. right. God, it's going to be... I'm going to wake up with shit in his in my beard, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> so is there anything you guys... She brings you another three beers. Is there anything you guys would like to do as you're drinking down these ones? Rourke, it's been a while since he's here. Having a good time. Good night. Rourke feels like he tr- wants to try and help, you know, be a little bit of a wingman. Try and help Cypress out. Maybe, uh... Well, something, something with a lady friend. I'm pointing at the bartender. Like she seems interested. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's been bringing you free beers all night. Yeah, yeah. So, are you gonna go approach the barmaid? Hey, pretty lady. Oh, how do you do there? Huh? <laughs> it's been a while. It has Cypress. It has. When do you close? Oh, you know, regular time. Uh, uh, we we don't. My shift changes at six. I stay up that late, huh? Yeah, I work, apparently, now that I think about it, probably 15 to 16 hour shifts. <laughs> Best barmaid well, ever. I know, I'm glad I was deemed enough for the extra hour that you spend awake. <laughs> yep, and that's that's an hour I shouldn't be. <laughs> and an hour's giving you a lot of time there, Cyprus. <laughs> so, <laughs> what can I do for you? You're, you're Low blow, to, lady. You're looking to do a little bit of hanging out later, are you, huh? If I make it alive. Okay, then uh, here, take a couple more shots, and she slides them over to you. Okay. She slides over two, so one for each of you. Uh, you guys killing those and those three beers in that last amount of time? Jesus Christ, that's so much liquor. Yeah, well, you guys keep rolling really high. <laughs> <laughs> so what Rourke's going to do is, so, you know, Rourke's trying, he's trying to be a wingman, so he's going to take the shot, and then he's going to look at Cypress, going to give him a wink, He's going to turn around and walk into the crowd. And he says, he says, he looks over his shoulder and he says, Hey, I'll talk to you in the morning, okay? I'll find you. Maybe outside in the fucking gutter somewhere, but I'll find you. And okay. he's going to walk into the crowd and kind of leave, leave him to himself. Okay. So as he does that, uh, Cypress, the night rolls on. It gets later and later. You continue drinking. You get pretty, pretty shitty. You manage to meet some new friends, but the conversation seemed to fade within the morning. I wake Do up. Do you want to? <laughs> what does she look like? Is she? No, she's an attractive young woman. Okay. My voice doesn't match it clearly. <laughs> but <laughs> she's yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> she's, you have too she's much hot. beard for that, Kyle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Imagine me with no beard. Come on. <laughs> I'm sold. I wake up in her bedroom. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. So the morning rolls on. No sunlight rolls into the windows because you're in a cave, so it stays about the same brightness. But you do see her get out of bed and, like, leave the room as you hear the door shut. And then down below, you begin to hear a knock coming from the door. Okay, I'll open up the door. All right, in a hungover gaze, you kind of open it up. Some fresh air finally hits your face, and uh, you see Rorik standing there. He seems to be pretty doing pretty well. I'd say I'm, I'm naked. I didn't dress okay. as I open the door. <laughs> I look in, and I squint, and I say, 
Hey, those hills and tits, you look like shit. I feel like shit. <laughs> well, hey, we got shit to do too, so come on, let's go. Let's get some okay. breakfast and maybe some coffee, maybe something thick like oats. It'll stick to your ribs a little better if you know what I mean. <laughs> I'll get dressed and I'll come outside. All right. So you see Cypress now somewhat put together, hair still a little bit of a mess and uh, bags under his eyes. Uh, you're not feeling 100% yourself, but you're a bit better than he would be. <laughs> so are we at her house or maybe was the bar like in a bar in type situation? You're at her house. Yeah, it's like a few blocks away from the bar. Cypress okay. doesn't know how he got there or where he is, and but you know where she lives. It's a small town. It's hard not to know where people live. Sure. So I would say, uh, tell Cypress, I say, uh, so I think, I think we go back to the inn, find a small corner, and then let's talk about what we're going to do today, okay? Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Uh, so as Cypress seems more than overwhelmed, he follows you to the bar. Uh, you guys find a nice little table, and... Uh, Let's see what time of day would it be. Be starting her shift already. I believe she would. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> she shows up late six, to her shift. <laughs> yeah, sixteen-hour days. That's a lot of time you're filling, <laughs> and she has to sleep. So I guess she's at the bar again. Uh, and she walks in. Uh, oh, how do you do? And look at you, Cypress. Uh, <laughs> so uh, some bacon, eggs, and sausage for this one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Time to stool. <laughs> so after a little bit of uh Wait, in a hair of the dog, please. Oh, she said, oh, <laughs> and what would you like there? The strongest shot you got. No. Oh. Well, we'll get that to you then there shortly. How about you, friend there, Rourke? And I'm uh, switching to Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> so wait a second. You're drinking, Cypress? Just one shot. Oh, fuck. I mean, gosh dang it, man. <laughs> Can't do this to him. <laughs> so if, uh, so if, if he takes a shot, Rourke would clearly grab a shot with him as well so after Damn a few it. minutes she brings you out a nice plate of potatoes bacon eggs sauces all sorts of shit it's just a everything breakfast with we a good, shot man. of it's a weird green liquid and a bit thicker than you're used to but Dude, she she's, giving us in front of you. she's giving us kale shots bro <laughs> it kind of like does look like that shot. yeah <laughs> and she says uh be careful with that one there okay bombs up cheers so there you go cheers i look at it and i go like this <laughs> you. Okay. Oh, that was yeah, right, right over the right shoulder onto the ground. Right. It's like, oh, that's fucking, oh, that's delicious. I mean, what do you, what, what do you think? And I look at him expectantly. <laughs> uh, roll a con save for me there, okay. Cypress. Well, but I'm gonna do the luck feet and add some shit on there because I do. <laughs> You're not... using it for a ticket shot. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna. You have throw the lucky up. feet. Nice. I do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that did not help me at all. Plus one, so thirteen. <laughs> okay. Uh. Yeah, so as you <laughs> shoot this down, <laughs> it it goes down like a really wet jello. Uh, that's about the best way to Ooh. describe it. And it has a strange pungent smell to it. Uh, you can instantly feel the alcohol just like as that jello goes into your throat, you can feel it breaking apart and turning into a liquid. And you feel it even just hit your stomach as you haven't quite gotten to the eating yet. And uh, you begin gagging in the corner and you're having a real hard time holding it in as you kind of... You find an empty cup that had been sitting on the table, and you manage to throw up into it and kind oh, of God. slide the cup to the end of the table. Okay. So you didn't throw up all over the place, just into a cup. I'll take the cup and put it in my jacket, walk outside real quick, <laughs> toss it, okay, put it so, back in my coat, and then come back inside. So I don't I, want my lover to have to clean that up. I mean, it's still I reach a out. cup of puke. <laughs> still a cup of puke. As he's puking, uh, looking at a picture of Cypress, I reach out. And I hold his hair back, his glorious long white hair, <laughs> and I pat him on the back, 
and I, I, I mutter something in Dwarvish. I, I just mutter a little something, something in Dwarvish. Okay. He holds your air back as you puke, and uh, you make your way out of the bar and toss your cup. It's still got puke remnants in it. You haven't rinsed it out with anything, so it's still disgusting, but it's not a cup full of puke. It's right. just a cup that's been puked in. Do I, how do I feel? Better after the puke and the shot? You feel better after the puke, uh, and you are feeling buzzed already. I'll take it. Yeah, you got a nice little buzz, so you're not hungover, uh, but you're not drunk, so you be got clear. a nice breakfast in front of you guys. <laughs> yeah. To be to be clear, Rourke didn't pass on the booze because like he didn't want to drink. That's never the case with Rourke. <laughs> he passed on the booze because uh, he doesn't generally drink questionable booze. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I say, okay, last night I was thinking, I got a couple of ideas and now we're going to deal with them. Okay? Okay. He says, okay, got a friend. He's a gnome. I hope you're okay with gnomes. His name's Kevlin. Kind of like Kelvin, you know, like the temperature scale, but only if you're dyslexic. So <laughs> he's, he, he makes really good bombs. And I'm thinking that we get Kevlin to make some bombs and we just kind of finish the job that, uh, you know, dumbass created, right? We just cave the whole thing down on top of him. Although I feel like that wouldn't necessarily be the best idea because then I feel like that might completely destroy the room of faces right but i'm very curious uh, to see that room with what plan he's got going on no yeah but i mean but it is an option it'd be it'd be really fucking cool do i love explosives so the quickest way around everything it would be the quickest way around everything and hey man kevlin's a good guy in fact he was here last night i think you bought him a drink uh anyway um oh although we also do have we kind of have a back route not a lot of people know about it look i've been in leadership for a while here not as high as you uh, remember i was trying to take your job uh, but um <laughs> <laughs> but uh, there, there's kind of like a back way in and we actually walked a little bit of it last night if we continue down that path there's kind of a back way in and we might be able to get into the room that way now i got to be 100 percent honest there hasn't been anybody in that area in a long time Okay, so I don't know what's living down there or what's <laughs> unliving down there, if you know what I mean. But um, it it is a way in. It'd probably be a little bit more precarious, but it it's a way in. I meant for that. Is uh is would Kevlin be in this battle with us, or is he just a bomb guy? I'm guessing Kevlin is not much of a fighter. Okay, well let's eat this breakfast and let's go on and fucking meet this guy. <laughs> so after a few minutes of kind of. Tearing down on your food, settling and talking through your plans. Uh, you guys finish up and begin making your way back towards that little construction room. I'll wave to the bartender as I leave. Okay, and she's like, oh, bye, Cypress, I'll see you again. Uh, <laughs> and as you guys make your way out, you make your way back to the construction site. It's covered, so as you kind of walk in a bit, there's a little bit of a trail that leads down to it. You can see some uh, shoring built up along the walls to help hold the cave sides in, and as you get in deeper, it leads to a large opening there's a half-made kind of staircase, but you see large gaps in it, so it's nowhere near ready to walk up, but there is scaffolding set up all around it, and at the very top, about 50 feet up, you see a doorway kind of off in the back corner up at the top. So they've been building a staircase up to this, but they just never finished it. Uh, they're scaffolding covering the entire stairwell, and you see like a utility lift to the left of the scaffolding so something that it's got some like stones on it currently and shit like that and there's ropes all over it and you just know that it'd be 
pretty difficult to take the stairs, and it's going to be difficult getting up no matter what. But this is the way that you know Rorik to get up. Rorik, we got two options. We can take those, sh- or we got three options, right? We got we can take those shitty ass stairs. We can take that sketchy lift, or maybe I teleport us up there. Oh God, magic! Oh, Halo hells. <laughs> um, I mean, I suppose that, and I look up. <laughs> Rorik's not much of a climber. For obvious reasons. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he does fine. Don't get me wrong, man. His athletics checks are fucking tits. Uh, <laughs> but, like, uh, so he looks up and he's like, oh, God. Okay. Uh, we do have the lift. Is, uh, can I look at both of the paths we have and see? Roll an investigation check, both of you guys, as you guys kind of both take this in. And I'll give you advantage, Rourke, because you have knowledge of what's kind of gone down here. Whereas Cypress isn't, I mean, clearly. I don't remember. remember nothing, so. yeah. <laughs> Dude, this is going to be great. Rourke's so smart, as you might guess. <laughs> my end scores. Uh, 18 at minus 1, uh, 17. Okay. 19. 19. As you guys are kind of inspecting this, it looks like the gaps to jump on the stairwell, like if you were to follow what they were making, are a little too big. You might be able to make it, but it's a pretty high drop if you do get there. There's the utility lift that I was kind of talking about. It's like a pulley system on a little crank engine rope inside of it. And uh, that could work, but it does look pretty old and rickety. So it's hard to tell if it's going to make it all the way there. It does have stones on it currently. So maybe take some stuff off on load and you might be able to do it. Or you can just scale the scaffolding itself and try and climb up the sides of that. But so there's three paths. The scaffolding as well. I mean, that's dangerous because I mean, high little stretches to reach in between and try and get through. So. You got some difficult paths, but it kind of determines there's either big drops, small drops, or little drops. Stuff like that. Look, I'm going to be honest. I say that we take the scaffolding. If we fall, then maybe we just fall and kind of like take some bumps on the way down. But if that (laughs) elevator goes, I think we're both going to be fucking seeing Halo really quickly, if you know what I mean. Or you can teleport Mm. us up. Like, I'm not a big fan of magic, but you know, whatever. You know, that's fine. I'll, I'll I'll scale up this wall with you. This is a thunderstep, so it's going to be really loud, and I'm very young. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so you two going to begin scaling then? Yeah. Yeah. With all right, dread. With dread. Dread. <laughs> uh, two athletics checks for me there, please. As you scale a fifty foot high scaffolding. Oh, not bad at all. Thirteen and sixteen on the dice, so nineteen. Fucking math is hard. Twenty five. Okay. Six and a nine. Sixty nine. Six and a nine. Oh, Sixty nine. <laughs> All right. Uh so I'm not even making up the first fucking path. Yeah, uh so Rourke, you're moving, man. I mean, you're clicking, you're grabbing onto one end of a pipe and you manage to like kind of scoot yourself over as you swing up what your arm is. And <laughs> you grab onto that pipe and you manage to like link up with that and you're you're scaling up quickly as you're getting going. As you're as you're going, you look down and you see Cypress struggling a bit his feet are kind of slipping i don't know if it's his dress shoes the or, or i guess you have your cowboy boots on but uh, i it's probably boots? those like what? snake boots snake boots actually snake boots. listen to episode 18 can't wait <laughs> episode 18 you get snake boots because i will yeah. say you look really fucking fancy in this picture <laughs> uh, so i don't know if it's your boots that are kind of sliding off the scaffolding or just kind of the hangover the buzz the quick buzz that's hit you but you're kind of sliding around, and as you get yourself up about 10 feet, you begin to feel yourself fall back, and you manage to grab on a bit, and you were just fucking struggling at the bottom of this thing. Is there a rope up there? <sighs> Rourke's got one hand, but he's a strong dude. Is there a way I can throw a rope down to him and, like, belay and help him up? I do have a rope on. You could 
You could try and like tie it off to something and then okay. like use your other hand and pull that one up. All I'm gonna ask for is a survival check to see how well you tie this knot off. <laughs> Fantastic. I have a plus zero to survival. Let's go. I love not tying checks. <laughs> I fucking hate them. Because it's always the same answer. I feel like this is going to go well. How's an eight do you? Okay. <laughs> Rourke feels really secure in this knot. You sat there, you took some time, you tied it off. Uh, it looks good. And you kind of like, you can pull it back and forth and it seems to latch pretty well. Yeah. I mean, you're feeling pretty good about that knot there. And I toss the rope down. Alrighty. Uh, Cypress, you see a rope come flying past you as it hits to the ground. You're only about five to six feet off the ground at this point. Would you like to kind of climb down and grab onto that and use <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah. So are you like using the rope and trying to scale the side of it? To help me? Just to have like, something else my, to my, grab onto? My feet on the wall and then me climbing up the, the rope. Okay. Rainbow, Rainbow Six style. right up there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, roll two athletics checks for me just to get up to him. Come on, Cypress. You can do it. Oh, it's not looking good. No, seven and eight. Okay. Uh, Rorik, please roll a perception check for me. Perception check. Yes, sir. I can't climb. Perception <laughs> is also a plus zero. You're not very wise either, Rorik. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, here, here come the horrible rolls, gentlemen. How about a three? <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> as you two are kind of, you're watching him, Rorik, and as it's going, you kind of hear, like, some metal bending here and there, but you're not quite sure what you're just focused on like you're holding an end of the rope and like focused on cypress as he's going up cypress you're about 20 feet in there as you begin to feel this pipe or this rope kind of it almost feels like you're sagging uh and as that's happening Rourke, you kind of turn your head and you see that knot the end of the knot that you tied beforehand slipping out of itself and within a snap the rope drops off the end of the line that you were holding onto Rourke, you have one hand slightly on that rope please roll a strike check for me to see if you can catch him <laughs> Or let it go if you don't want to get flung off the fucking balcony. Yeah, I mean, you can let go. You feel it sliding in between your hands. As you look over, you see this, and the rope slides out of your hands. So you have a chance to grab. Oh, hell yeah. No, Rourke's a good dude, man. He would try and catch it. Um, So straight strength. Yep, just straight strength. Oh, fuck this dice. Okay, that's a natty one. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Is Rourke going to fucking die, fall to his death? Some people don't like to do it on ability checks, but I love to. Uh, please roll your d10 to your d100. <laughs> so that would be six. Gosh, dang it, man. I'm really sorry, Jacob. I mean, I'm not doing you any favors, homie. <laughs> I'm not doing you any favors. You made it up. You're going and that's to... where we call one-shot dungeons. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Catch us next time. Uh, Cyprus, you begin to feel the rope up top give way. And as you're like, you had your back to the ground as you've been scaling this thing and you drop, <clears throat> you hit the ground pretty quickly as you just slam into it. Uh, you feel a pop in your back as you take 12 points of damage and the wind blows out of you. I rolled perfect on your drop damage. I couldn't have rolled better. Uh, <laughs> and it just, yeah, the wind is out of you. You're laying on just rocks and dirt. And as you look up, you see Rorik falling towards you now. At oh, this no. <laughs> he Can't. was damn near at the top of this. <laughs> huh. I don't know how well this works with fucking physics, but as he's falling, can I try to catch him and then teleport up? You're on your ass. You're going to need to roll an amazing acrobatics. I'll let you roll because <sighs> I feel bad. Roll an better, acrobatics check. This better be legendary, <laughs> Jacob. It has to be damn good. All right, hang on. <laughs> and you're teleporting to the top? Yeah. Okay. With Thunderstep? With Thunderstep. Okay. Nine. 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 Okay. You jump up and begin kind of running towards Rourke, and you flash and do your teleport as you thought you grabbed onto him, but you hit a 
bit of the scaffolding and it blows up. Rorik, you slam to the ground from about 40 feet up as you take 21 points of damage. Oh, you hit me. the fucking ground. You can feel something's broken, but it's hard to tell whether if it's a rib or part of your leg, but something is fucked. You're not feeling 100% anymore. And as you do that, you hear just crumbling of metal and twigs after this large bang of electricity lets out in the air. You see Cypress standing at the top now, and you see a corner of this scaffolding has been blown out by this thunderous wave, and you begin to see this thing teetering just up above you as it seems to be kind of waving back and forth. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm going to um, thunderstep back down. <laughs> you're going to thunderstep back down? Okay. <laughs> We're going to try this tomorrow. <laughs> so, so to be clear, so Cypress has made it to the top. He's thunderstepped to the top. He thunderstepped to the top, yeah. Okay. And I'm, like, on my back or on my front, lying on the ground. You're out Ouch. of air, feeling like you've just been hit by a freight train. As you look up, you see Cypress standing at the top and the scaffolding, like, moving. It's it's getting ready to tumble, basically. Okay. Well, obviously, uh, initial reaction would be to get up and run to <laughs> wherever the hell I think is the close... Uh, attempt to run. I don't know if anything's broken or what's going on. Yeah. But, uh, Attempt to get up and run to the safest place that I can see. Okay. That'd probably be the tunnel that you came in. Okay. I book it back to the tunnel. Okay. I'm a asshole uh, <laughs> yeah. So, what as you see him kind of standing up at the bottom, Cypress, so you're seeing this scaffolding leaning to the left and to the right. Uh, what would you like to do as you see him now attempting to just run? Yeah. If he's leaving me, I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to thunderstep back down. Back down. And then get the fuck out. Okay. We were never here, Rorik! <laughs> like, oh you, god, this turned out terrible. <laughs> you hit the ground heavy as just the sound bursts through the chamber, Rorik. You can hear it roar once again. And as you do that, Cypress, you land on the ground. And as you're running out, you just hear large tumbling of metal and wood as it's just colliding with the ground. And dust just begins to bellow past the two of you, blowing out and into the cavern. I mean, you've disturbed the place a little bit. As you know, at this point, it's bellowing out into the streets of the city as well. What do we tell him? What do we tell him? Do we tell him <laughs> we were just drunk and messing around, trying to train? I don't know. I'm scared. I'm scared. But Rourke, Rourke's like bending over and like he looks up and you just like dust covered face. And he just goes. <laughs> and he just starts laughing like this huge <laughs> dwarven like laughter that's just bellowing. He's like that. That was fucked up. Hail as hell. That was the worst thing that I've ever... I haven't done anything like that in a while. You're really shitty at climbing ropes, you know that? <laughs> <laughs> so he just kind of rolled... You could have tied it off better, maybe. I don't know. But hey. we're not here to point fingers. Hey, exactly. Finger. We're not here to point fingers. And he points the stump at you. <laughs> <laughs> he says, good lord. He says, you're asking the dwarf with one hand to tie off a rope. Maybe you should climb better. I don't know. <laughs> so, um... Okay, so I, I survey the damage. Obviously, we've made a ruckus, right? People right. will know that there's something going on. Yeah. What we got to get up there. We got to get up there. So I, I just want to survey the wreckage. And, and is there a <laughs> do we have a pile of rubble we can climb up now? <laughs> uh, so somewhat, uh, as you guys step back in, give it a few minutes. You can hear some people out on the streets kind of conversing now at this point. It's pretty loud. They're not staying quiet, uh, but nobody's necessarily approached into the tunnel. And as you guys kind of step back in to see the wreckage, there is a scaffolding piled over that kind of bottom layer of the stairs. And there it's almost made it a bit closer of a jump to that next one. Who knows how sturdy that scaffolding that dropped is, but you could possibly climb that 
and the utility lift is still standing to the left as it was kind of separate from the scaffolding. I'm like, hey, how do you feel about the elevator? <laughs> a lot better. Okay, let's take the elevator. Come on. <laughs> Taking it? Yep. Alrighty. Uh, so there are, like, loads of stones and shit on the elevator with you. Uh, are you guys going up as one? Or... Uh, yeah. There's stones yeah. on the elevator? There's, to keep it so down. So it's, like, on the ground level, there's stones lying on top of it at this point? Okay, I see. We'll take off one stone, see if that lifts us at all. Take off one stone. I should say, <laughs> I kind of said it quickly earlier. There is a crank within the lift. Oh, oh. <laughs> it's not necessarily weighted. I thought it was weighed down. There's just stones in the lift and everything. Oh, well, take out oh. the fucking stones then. Yeah, kick out some of the stones. Rourke's strong, dude. Man, he'll just start, just start cranking. Okay, so you guys are gonna unload it and then start kind of cranking. Yeah. yeah. No. Okay. I thought uh, I was weighing it down, so I thought yeah. if we unloaded them all at once, we just fucking like shoot a hot it. air balloon. You <laughs> yeah. throw up the best weight. <laughs> so you unpack it for a moment, and then uh, it begins kind of. You can feel it almost rise an inch or two off the ground, and then Rourke begins cranking the small little gear on it, and uh, it begins lifting as it click, 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 click. It begins knocking its way up higher and higher. Uh, roll a perception check, the two of you. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> perception. Different dice. By the way, for the record, halfway up, I look back at Cypress, and I'm like, really? You're going to let the door up with one hand crank this all the way by myself? <laughs> roll better than me. Eleven. 11. I got a 5. That's better than me. I mean, you can you can hear a bit of strain on this thing. It hasn't been used in quite a few years, but you're not hearing, like, rope snapping or anything like that. And as you guys continue clicking along, uh, Rorik, you look up as you can kind of see the rope pulley system that's there, and you see the bolt that's holding the pulley kind of clicking out of the stone from the top of the ceiling. <laughs> and as you begin cranking faster and faster, you guys make it to the top of the landing as your level with the landing i'm assuming you two would jump off of it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah uh so as you two jump off of the scaffolding uh you see that little bolt that was hanging onto it it's just kind of settled but it's about two inches of this bolt are sticking out of it and it's kind of just like swiveling back and Can, forth is it close enough to reach uh it's about 10 feet above your head at this point oh so it's a little ways out there all right just open up the door <laughs> all right so as you guys uh get up to the top Next to that door, there's a strange pedestal with a circular ring sitting on top of it. Uh, the doorway does have a door handle, but there's a strange iron circle sitting there. And as you kind of inspected, it seems to have a hole carved into one of the a side of the circle with threading on it. I, I look at Cyprus and I go, you look smart. I'm not. How wide is this? So hole? the circle itself is probably about five inches. And Deep it has the hole wide. into the side of it is about an inch, and it's got threading cut inside of the hole. But it's just sitting there on some stonework next to the door. Was that wheel that he had that he was turning detachable? Can we pull that off? Do we have to, like, spin it into the hole? Uh, the hole he was working with? The gear? The gear, yeah. Do I take that off, put it in the hole, and spin it? Does it look like that? Uh, no, it doesn't. Is this a situation? It almost looks like a handle of a key. Is this is this is this a situation where he puts his, his watch into this, or this is not a receptacle for a watch? No, it seems like just a piece of metal sitting on some stone. Oh, it just is weirdly placed right next to the door. Oh, hopefully this isn't fucking Indiana Jones. <laughs> <laughs> so it's something I could pick up. Yeah, it looks like an item placed on top of a slab of stone. Ah, uh, okay. I'll check the door. Is it locked? No. As you kind of turn it, you can feel the door give way as you push it in. Good night. 
Can, can I do an old school D and D perception check at the door and see if there's any? I want to see if there's anybody on the other side of the door. Any, yeah, any, sure. Uh, ten. So is it like a ring, <laughs> and then it's threaded? Imagine a okay, non-visual. <laughs> this is not for the podcast. A ring about that big. Okay. Okay. You say right here. There's a hole cut into the top, like so. Still a ring, but a like hole gouged into it with threading. But it looks like an iron ring. And then it has like a hole inside of it with threading. Oh, threading as in like there's like a screw. Like something would screw into like something it. Something yes. would screw into it. Yeah, sorry. I gotcha. Yeah. I'm jiving with you. I well, say, let's see if there's anything on the other side of that door. Uh, what was your perception? <laughs> Ten. <laughs> Ten? Okay. As he's kind of like opening the door slightly, you do feel cold air hitting you as it seems a bit of air is coming to you. I open the door. Okay. <laughs> as... As the door's open, I'm grabbing the, the hook. Okay, the so ring. as you grab the ring... I'm running through the door. The pedestal begins to stand still. Okay. And you toss it into <laughs> your inventory and continue on. You two head into this next little chamber, and as you make your way through, you now head towards a large cavern. Uh, in this cavern, you see sunlight breaking through the ceiling and shining down to the top of a pillar. This pillar stands about 10 feet tall, and attached to the pillar, you see a large silver chain wrapped around it and leading to the massive body of a basilisk. What, six-legged lizard that stands about the size of a school bus, but you see its flesh is kind of rotted off, and you can see bones sticking out the sides of it, and it appears to be lying there. It's and on lot. top of that pillar, you see a strange wooden box. Uh, is it alive? Is it, like, breathing? I mean, just off a quick glance, you're not seeing it moving or breathing, necessarily. So I will whisper to Cyprus. I will say, hey, that thing looks really fucking big, and I don't really want to wrestle it. Me either. Uh, I suggest we avoid it if possible. Is our goal to get to that box? Grab it? Question, is there a is there another doorway out of this room, or this, does this seem roll, to... Roll an investigation check, the both of you guys, because it's kind of uh, hard to tell with how far out you guys are in the lighting. Ooh, but... Investigation, I think, is negative one for me, uh, but still, uh, 16. <laughs> okay. Better than me. I rolled a two. <laughs> okay. Uh, Cypress, you're staring at walls. I mean, it's real dark. You're just staring at the beast. You're like, what the fuck is that thing? Uh, Rourke, as you kind of look around, behind on the other end of this large room, behind kind of the body of this large beast, you kind of peer around and you see what looks like a doorway with a large hole in the center of it. And as you're kind of looking at that, you notice the basilisk. It appears to be, from your best guess, long dead. It seems like something that used to be here to guard shit, mm. but nobody... I don't know, nobody fed it, and it has that large chain around its body that's tied to the pillar, so who knows if it used to be a guard dog back in the day type thing, or okay. if it's used anymore, but it appears to be dead somewhere. Okay, so I'll I'll relay that to Starbucks, and I'll say, I think it's dead. I don't okay. know. I'm, I'm still scared, so I'm gonna fucking tiptoe <laughs> to the box. Okay, uh, it is up on that large pillar that this beast is sleeping next to, well, dead next to, sleeping, laying, yeah. that's what it's doing. I'm like okay. so it is right it's like at the base of the pillar the pillar's about 10 feet high okay. so it's close to the size of the back of this thing I'm like you got some magic or something you can pick that up or I don't know not pick it up I can go invisible and go up there wait why like, do you need to go invisible basilisk if is it's dead. dead yeah if it's dead it doesn't <laughs> matter I'm still tell you what I will go first I'm a little more staunch than you okay mm -hmm. I'll go first I'll be very quiet and uh, maybe we'll see if it's dead or alive so I'll start sneaking up to the basilisk, and if if I can make it, if I think I can like go to the basilisk and make it up and grab the box, I'll do that as well. So would you like to go 
up onto the basilisk to get it? If I think it... Because <laughs> it's nice. about 10 feet high, the pillar, with right. that box on top of it. So it's a bit ways up there. You can't just, like, grab it off the top. Sure, of course. Um, if, <laughs> if I can avoid the basilisk and just kind of scale the pillar and grab it, I'll do that. Okay. Roll a stealth check and then an athletics check for me as well. Got Okay. <laughs> Stella's so good at stealth checks. Rourke is so dexterous. <laughs> oh, fuck. Okay, that's an eight for the stealth check. Uh, okay. ath- athletics is going to be... Oh, of course I rolled an 18 on the athletics check. Uh, 24 on the athletics okay. check. And an eight. So you see, on- you see Rourke kind of like sliding quietly as he's creeping behind this large body. I mean, it's fucking massive. Uh, and he kind of sneaks up to the side. He's tripping over rocks, and rocks are kicking into the beast itself slightly. But nothing seems to be happening. And as he still kind of quiet, thinks he's being quiet, he squeezes up to the top of the pillar and grabs the box off of the top and manages to slide back down. Cypress, from the outside view of watching that, you'd assume that the beast is probably dead, because that most likely would have woken it up if it was alive. <laughs> okay. I'll casually just stroll up. I'm like, what are we stealthing for? <laughs> God's fucking hilarious, Cypress. <laughs> I give him the box. But Rourke doesn't okay. know to, know what to do with like magical or anything he perceives to be magical. He always like thrusts to other people. So <laughs> I will immediately All give right. Cypress. He hands you the box, Cypress. Does the ring look like it fits the box? No, but the box is closed, so it doesn't. I mean, it doesn't have a lock on it. No. Oh fuck! I hate opening unknown things. <laughs> Yeah, I'll be 100% honest, you could leave it closed, too. Okay, let's walk to the other door that you described to me earlier, because I think the thing that we need is in this box. All right, so as you approach the other door, you see a large keyhole cut into the stone of this slab of rock. It sticks out like a doorway, but it's been sealed tight. Does it match the ring I have, or do I not have... does not match the ring, no. It almost looks like a straight line in some way. Okay, I'll turn around... Facing the opposite way, the having the box face the opposite way of me. Okay. And then I'll open it up. <laughs> so towards Rorik? <laughs> what? No, no, not towards Rorik. Towards Slap the beast. that shit Just out of your hand. <laughs> okay. As you open it slowly, nothing seems to happen. As you kind of peer over the side, you see what looks like the shaft with a few teeth of iron. Uh, and it appears to be the head of a key. Oh, so I put the two things together? Yeah. Okay. All right, so... As you toss it on and screw it together, you can easily enough place it into the large stone door. So I will, as he cranks the door and unlocks the door, I'll put my good hand on his hand. I'll say, Cyprus, <laughs> I've got to be honest with you. This is your fight. And this is the way it would be done in the, in, 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 the, uh, in the mercenary guild. You need to do this alone. Do I have to reprove myself to the, the Red Hook gang? Well, or uh, do you not want to be a part of killing <laughs> the current leader? <laughs> Well, uh, there's uh, two things here. One, let's be honest, it would make a fucking hell of a story if you did this by yourself, wouldn't it? But uh, two, uh, this is the way things should be done. And, um, hey, I'll, I'll be with you one way or the other. And uh, maybe when you get out, uh, we'll have a drink and we'll talk about it. If you don't come out, well, then I'll go in and I'll take your job like I always wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I don't come out and you take my job, tell stories. Make a make a statue. I will will do. We'll do. Because look, I think you're gonna be the next one in, as the leader if both of us are dead. No, God, I hope I hope not. Well, I don't know. I'd probably make more money, but I may not be the best leader. <laughs> Fuck. All right. Well, this is 
not good. Hey, right. you'll do you'll do fine. <laughs> I, I I start walking away, and I'll say, eh, you know, we never really got in a tussle together. But I'll be honest, hey, don't ever underestimate anybody. Okay, remember, nobody ever bets on the one-handed dwarf. True. And I reanimate the beast. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> All right. So uh, as he says that and you hear him walking away, uh, you slowly turn the large stone or the large iron key within the stone wall and you hear a pop and a crack. And within that, you begin to hear strange noises coming from beyond the door. That's where we're going to go ahead and leave off on today's one shot dungeons. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you, Jonathan, uh, <laughs> for joining us. You played an amazing Rourke, and it was a great character. We'll have you back soon. Love role-playing. Yeah, and everybody out there, have a kick-ass day.